We start with another view of VA and care appointments. Long wait times for certain types of treatment continue to occur at the Veterans Health Administration. Among the conditions for which veterans wait is pain management. My next guest says that in California, the wait for pain care can last 78 days. For why this is so and how VHA can possibly fix it, we turn to former Mississippi Senator and Majority Leader Trent Lott. Senator Lott, good to have you with us. Glad to be with you, Tom. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about this important issue for our veterans and our nurse anesthetists. Right, and you are speaking on behalf of the American Association of Nurse Anesthesiology, and I guess they've got a lot right. of members right. at VA. Is that correct? That's right, and I've been following their activities going back to when I was in the Senate. I used to meet with them because I... I realized it was a tremendous need for what they provide because we didn't have enough uh, you know, doctors to be on site for all of our veterans' needs. So I've, I've been working on this for quite a while. As anesthesiologists, then they would work both in surgical situations but also in pain management, say, for some right. chronic situation. Is that a fair way to set it? Yes, and, and what's really important about that is uh, as the situation is now without the, the nurse activities and involvement, a lot of our veterans that have pain management needs uh, are having to wait days, as long as 78 days, as you said, in California, even longer than that in Kansas. So this is a problem in search of a solution, which is obvious. Uh, we've been using nurses and all of our military activities uh, and branches going back to World War One. So while the VA has not stepped up and, and uh, done this, uh, is, uh, you know, I don't understand it, but I think they're getting close to actually making the decision to uh, involve these nursing ethicists more. And a few years ago, didn't VA extend a lot of practice privileges to other areas of high-level nurses, but not the anesthesiology ones? Yes, that's correct. Uh, or They did do it on a temporary basis, I believe, but they had a lot of needs and, and not of enough professionals to look after our veterans. And, of course, part of the problem was the VA was underfunded. But to the credit of the Congress, they did pass uh, over the last couple of years the PACT Act, which is actually going to make more veterans eligible for care. So we're going to need uh, what these nurse anesthetists do even more. And so, therefore, for VA, the wait times are, is a result of capacity, simply, just to take in and administer what it is that the pain management people require. Right. It's not capacity in terms of buildings. It's, it's capacity in terms of doctors and nurses being allowed to do what they can do uh, so that these uh, veterans can get the care they need desperately. And particularly to talk about pain management, this is not something you want to wait on. Right. And pain management then requires, at this point, only MD anesthesiology pr correct. practitioners? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, in the Veterans Administration. Now, that's not true, uh, you know, as I said, in military branches. Uh, and it really is applicable only to the VA where it's needed probably the most. Now, the Mission Act put a lot of care availability out in the private sector. Can someone get care using a nurse anesthesiologist in the private sector under the Mission Act program? Even though it's More not available. than they used to could. Uh, the previous VA administrator uh, had taken some action to, to help allow the veterans to be able to get uh, care outside the VA system where there was an urgent need. And that was a positive uh, thing. And what's your sense of like how many veterans, they serve 9 million veterans at VA. There's a pretty yeah, good population. Yeah, it's right, always right. growing and morphing. What's your sense of the numbers of people that might be affected by this just need to wait for pain management? Well, I don't have a specific number, but I think it, you know, it's, it's significant because uh, we do have so many uh, veterans 
uh, and many of them are getting older now. Uh, of course, the World War II veterans pretty much gone, but we've got the Korea and the Vietnam, and and more recently Afghanistan, Iraq. We got a lot of veterans out there that have unique uh, needs uh, for this medical care uh, that the VA should be able to provide, but is not able to because, for well, one thing, they don't have these certified nurses actively involved. Now, well, let me just say again. The VA, uh, we have talked to the Secretary of Veterans Administration about this. We've talked to the top doctor. Uh, they have a, a process in place to look at can they do this and, and how and when. Uh, we are under the impression that by the end of the year, they're going to make this decision. It's an easy decision, I think, but uh, they need to go ahead and do it. We're speaking with former Mississippi Senator Trent Lott in his capacity as representing the American Association of Nurse Anesthesiology and a long-term abiding interest in veterans affairs generally, I think it's fair right, to say. Right, right. And what is your sense of the delay? What do they tell you? Why not just make what seems to be a fairly manifest decision? Well, you know, the government never acts fast or uh, makes a decision quickly. They go through a thorough process. But I have to confess also, uh, the doctors uh, resist this very aggressively uh, in the private sector as well as within the government and within the VA because their attitude is, well, geez, if these nurses can do this when we're not even in the building, uh, you know, what will our role be? The problem is quite often the doctor is not in the room anyway or even in the building when a nurse administers uh, the anesthesia. So, but they, they resist. Uh, the previous Veterans Affairs Secretary told me that when he suggested he was going to make this move, he got a call from Vice President Pence from the White House saying, what are you doing? The doctors in Indiana are raising all kind of cane. So I, look, I don't want to condemn the doctors. They, what they do is very important. But the nurses are there. They're the ones that most of the time actually administer the anesthesia. Uh, we have a need for what they do. And they have proven throughout history that they can do it professionally, effectively, and safely. Any signals from the current VA secretary, Mr. McDonough, because Mr. Wilkie, they don't agree on much from what we can tell, but this might be something they agree on? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I was referring to Secretary Wilkie as the previous secretary. Uh, I know, obviously, but McDonough very well. He worked in the Senate when I was there with my good friend, Tom Daschle. Uh, and uh, I know that Tom has spoken to him about this. Uh, we don't want to put inappropriate or undue pressure on him, but he, he is aware uh, that there's a great need here. And I have enough faith in him as an individual. You know, he's got to deal with the bureaucracy. He's got to deal with the doctors within the VA. But I'm, I hope and I, I believe maybe they're going to make the right decision soon. Any other veterans issues that you're working on while we have you? Well, you know, I was on the Armed Services Committee when I was in the Senate. And, uh, you know, Armed Services leads to veterans. Uh, we have just seen a report from the Heritage Foundation that uh, we're not meeting our needs in terms of numbers of ships or the kinds of ships that uh, we're constructing now. And by the way, we build a lot of them in my hometown of Pascagoula, Mississippi. We build destroyers, cruisers, LPDs, and LHAs. Also, we're short about 20,000 Army recruits. Only, and the Air Force is struggling to keep and maintain our pilots. Uh, so we have a tremendous need now. Uh, in the military, which leads to pressures on the military people, which leads to complications when you become a veteran. So um, you know, we, we need to take a serious look next year. They have got to pay attention to our military strength. Only the Marine Corps is up to standard 
of what we need. So there's a big need there. If we don't take care of our military men and women, uh, then we're going to have more problems with veterans. Yeah, the recruiting question is a complicated one because it's sociology, it's economics, it's a million different factors. But young people, just the ones that are eligible in the first place, which is not even the majority of people of that age, then they're not choosing this. And I guess that's the root of the problem that no one can quite figure out. Well, one time I visited the uh, Keysight Air Force Base at Bluxton, Mississippi. I was really impressed and somewhat surprised at how high-tech these uh, airmen are. These young airmen, they are high-tech geeks these days. And when you start to realize that somebody in Florida can launch a Hellfire missile in Iraq, uh, you know, you got to be technologically advanced. So, uh, the uh, generation X and Z, uh, they are they are inclined to be technologically advanced. Boy, we need what they can do. Well, December second, there's a new bomber arriving on the scene. At least six prototypes, and unfortunately, yeah. they're built in California, not in Mississippi. <laughs> but maybe that'll uh, help the cause. Well, uh, our military suppliers have got a real job ahead of them to provide what we need for our military. Former Mississippi Senator Trent Lott, thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you. And we'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.